The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. Listen now. How's the, how's the family and everything? Oh, they're doing good. Doing good. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck at home with little kids for almost two years. I'm doing fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Doing yeah. fine. Fine. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I'm well. Fine. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> really, it's fine. <laughs> No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, da, 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 it's a, yeah. Crap, I couldn't think of the words I was trying to think of. It's like, I'm not a, not project, it's not projecting, not a, not, I, I, I don't doth protest too much. Oh, okay. Something like that is what I was thinking. It, but, but yeah, that, those words, but in a more eloquent way, and especially a way that makes sense. <laughs> if you could do that for me, yeah. Yeah, I'll fi- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, I'll just voice it. We'll, uh, just record over that. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's sort of a double edged sword because being with your kids, especially when they're young, is is something you can never get back. Yeah. If you if you miss it, it's like yeah. cat, like cats in the cradle, man. I know, but like I'm, I find myself like looking forward to their sullen teenage years. Like at least it'll be quiet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't realize how cool I am. I'm wasting all this good stuff on them when they're young. Right, right. I'm wasting. I'm wasting my 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 good jokes, and you know, then they'll just get older, and I'll and, and I'll have wasted it all. It'll just be I'll I'll only be left with dad jokes. Oh, that that's what podcasts are for. The stuff that's going to last forever. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Did you do your homework? Yes. No, I mean your other homework of listening to an episode of my podcast tonight. (laughs) Oh, Dan! (laughs) Welcome to Season 8, Episode 17 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through every song in the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Paloma. Each episode, I go track by track with a guest through every album, soundtrack, single, and B-side to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. This is Brandon today talking about the Lost Dog Track Whale Song with friend of the show, return guest, all-star John Farrar. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good man, thanks for again. Thanks for having me back. It's been a, it feels like it's been a while since we've we've done one of these. I've been uh, I've been missing it. So thanks for having me back. Oh no problem. I got a weird song, hey, so I was like, to I call. gotta call up John. That's right. Put the put the signal out the the bat signal out, and I come come running. <laughs> so this song, written by Jack Irons, was first released on the Music for Our Mother Ocean Volume 3 Surf Rider Foundation Benefit Compilation. Ooh, that's, I got that all out in one breath. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you get those comps when they came out? Did you go and buy the CDs? Uh, I had this one. I was looking, I was trying to take pictures of, uh, of both of them, because I'm pretty sure I have the, the first one too. Uh, the, the mm-hmm. second one, I, I, unless you're a, I don't know, Dishwalla, the Counting Crows completist, the uh, Jimmy Jimmy Buffett Jewel, S- Sprung Monkey, of course, who's on uh, every every uh, uh, compilation. Then you get the right. the second one, but no, yeah, I got the third one. It had it had Snoop Bounce on it. 
which I think was was pretty big because it's like, oh man, this is like the Rage Against the Machine guys, like the first thing that they're doing without uh, right. without Zach. The second one, I think I, I think I had the second one because it had Pennywise and it had the Pie Tasters, and there was one more I don't remember. Yeah, but it wasn't nearly as good. I remember I bought the first one, the CD, and I think I don't know if I had. I don't know if I got the third one because by that time, like, you were kind of able to find them on, like, Napster. Yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't have to go. This was, like, the first era that, like, it was the end of that era that, like, you didn't have to go buy the compilation CD to get the song. Like, that's the, it's like a, it's like this paradigm shift of, like, before that, you had to go track down all this stuff. And, like, you had to go get the Home Alive compilation and you had to go get the Sweet Relief compilation. You Mm -hmm. had to get all this stuff. And then all of a sudden in, like, 1999, like, you didn't have to do that anymore. Yeah, this is this is yeah, prime LimeWire Napster era. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a couple of years off from uh, when the iTunes store launched, and I've been what other they was it like a real right. the real store from the real player? I think was that was that something that was out then too. Uh, real player, yeah, that was a, that was the thing. It went like it went Napster, LimeWire, mm-hmm. Kazaa, Morpheus soul seek yeah i would like every couple of months like one would go under and then another one would pop up yeah and then torrents didn't start happening until the late 2000s or so yeah until later yeah then it was all over it was all but then you had like you had your ftp stuff and you're like dc plus plus and stuff like that right yeah i found i found my third this third volume of it but I couldn't find my first one, so I don't know what group of CD, what box of CDs those are in. I thought I had all the Pearl Jam ones all together, or okay. maybe I never got it yeah, for some yeah. reason. Um, let's see. So this was, uh, kinda, I guess, a Yield sort of outtake in the in the Yield sessions. It never played live, along with uh, oh, wouldn't that have, wouldn't that have been awesome though? Like one of those Australian '98 shows, just like Jack comes out for the encore, like, hey guys gonna sing one we we should we should have fought harder for that there should have been like let jack sing should have been a thing yeah <laughs> yeah but i th- i think this compilation came out in 99 so jack was already out of the band at this point right but like but they had the song like yeah they recorded it this had to been recorded during yield i don't think there was any other sessions after yield that he was yeah. involved in so they had the song. They could have been like, you know, Pearl Jam's played unreleased songs before. It could have been like, hey, here's here's a new one. This this one we didn't. Like, Happy when I'm crying. Like they could they could have done a whole thing. Yeah. Do you th- do you think they could? Do you think they could have pulled it off live? Sure, sure. I can see like Mike making those whale sounds with his guitar. Get like some crazy pedal or something on there. He had the he had that stuff going on around that time. Yeah, yeah they could have done it. It would have been it would have been awesome. It's too bad we. It's too bad they never played it. <laughs> I wonder how close I wonder how close they came. I wonder if there was ever a night backstage where they're looking at his like Ed looks Jags like tonight's a night, man. We gotta do it. And he's like, oh, no, no, I can't do it. I wonder how close it came. Yeah, I think there was some talk or, or people have like said it's like, oh, they should play this in Hartford because of the whalers. This would be whale song. <laughs>
yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been one of the one of the places, but yeah, never happened. Uh, let's see. I think sort of thematically, it kind of has a correl not a correlation. A um, has a thread of theme. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, but with uh, I think do the evolution. I think even in the video of do the evolution, it shows some people like hunting whales or something like that in it as well. It does. Yeah. Well, I know, I, you know, I like, like a lot of people, I think I spent uh, the end of last year watching the, uh, the Beatles get back documentary. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is this is just octopus's garden. This is Pearl Jam's octopus's garden. Mm. Drummer singing underwater sounds. Yeah. I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. Yeah, I don't, uh, Jack wasn't really as prolific as Ringo. Well, <laughs> well for, he's yeah. had his own a couple of uh, solo yeah, albums. Did his own thing, right? Yeah. That's right, right. How does how does Jack feel about uh, about autographs though, or? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How does Jack feel about peace and love? And Ringo's on the the Ed Solo record, so it's all coming for oh, full circle. Oh, hey now. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that they would ever think of trying this without Jack, like coming back, like encore or something like that, that Ed yeah, would try to I, just sing it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Ed likes having those songs like buried that you have to go dig to find and that they'll never play you know they they might play just a girl at some point but they're never gonna play this they're never gonna play happy when i'm crying they're never gonna do any of those vitalogy you know interstitial tracks like Mm -hmm. it's just never gonna happen it is sweet lou though they've done sweet lou (laughs) this is not sweet lou though no it's not it's a pretty it's a pretty it's a pretty good song it's got yeah oh yeah people yeah, this, I mean, like, you you see stuff where, like, people kind of talk shit on this song. Like, oh, it's dumb. Like, it's kind of, like, no, this song's good. The sun was in clouds. The sun looked out. Exposed a trail. Mist and spouts. Ships followed the ancient lead. Deceiving friends. Like Jack, Jack's a good, like, I like the way he kind of like sings and like does the little thing. Like it starts off with that stone does, does that cool, like little guitar riff. Mm-hmm. And like you hear like the kind of like ominous, like bass drum loop sounds like it's underwater in the background. Like there's some cool stuff going on in this song. I really like it. It's in, in in the notes, of course, uh, if you open up your Lost Dogs uh, booklet in it, uh, Ed says, Jack Irons had heard that the heart of a whale is as big as a Volkswagen. 
as if we weren't already in awe, another Surfrider track. And you can see that uh, Jack does play guitar on this. Yeah. I don't know which specific guitar it is. It could be that it could be like the main sort of riff on it. I think he also could played be. guitar on uh, "Happy When I'm Crying" too. I believe so. So another. Are you ready? Are you ready for some uh, some whaling facts? Oh, do you have do you have, do you have uh, do you have facts? I have whaling facts. So if you go to uh, IWC.int, which is the International Whaling Commission for blue whales. In 1998, mm-hmm. there were as little as 2,300 remaining. Their pre-hunting population was in the 200,000 to 300,000 range. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it's increasing like four to eight percent a year. But at this point, it was it was dire for the blue whales. Well, blue whales aren't really the ones that have been hunted too much, though, isn't it? Is it mostly been uh, sperm whales and the uh, the Japanese whales? I think it. It's been all it's been all of them for a while. Yeah, there's the you know if you go to that site, goes through all the different you know species and different kinds. But that this was the only one I could find like for something mm-hmm. like numbers in 1998 specifically. Yeah, I think too like lyrically, it kind of along the lines of like do the evolution kind of seems like has that sort of Ishmael influence the book ishmael and and of course you know uh, uh call me ishmael you know some years ago never mind how long precisely having little money in in my purse and nothing particular to interest me on shore i thought i would sail out about a little and see the watery part of the world it's in a way of driving off the spleen and regulating the circulation whenever i find myself growing grim around the mouth uh, whenever it is damp drizzly november in my soul whenever i find myself involuntarily pausing before coffin warehouses and bringing up the rear of every funeral I meet, and especially whenever my hippos get such an upper hand of me that it requires a strong moral principle to prevent me from deliberately stepping into the street and methodically knocking people's hats off, then I count it high time to get to see in as soon as I can. This is my substitute for pistol and ball. With a philosophical flourish, Catco throws himself (laughs) upon his sword, and I quietly take to the ship. There's nothing surprising in this, but... If they knew, almost all men in their degree sometime or other cherish very nearly the same feeling toward the ocean with me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Palomo. That yes, was... I've never read uh I've I've never read a uh, movie dick. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't either. But the uh you know what this song kind of reminds me of too is uh you know, it talks about you know, if I was lost at sea, you know that was it the radiohead from Kid A? Is it uh, is it in limbo where he talks about being lost at sea? got kind of the the same kind of effects and everything on it, and that came out like the next year i'm not you know i'm not saying there's like it was influenced by it but it's it's kind of cool that like they had a song kind of similar mm-hmm. vibe to that as well came around around this time yeah yeah kid a that was that would have been 98 99 yeah. yeah 2000 i think yeah and this has like you know it's it's weird it's it's pearl jam at their weirdest you know this and happy when i'm crying mm-hmm. as well and that was kind of them doing the same thing so 
kind of a little brother sister thing maybe yeah you got uh ebo on there like yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course you know cool little guitar effects and the uh atmospheric sort of delay oh yeah do you think like you think they actually like like i guess could have downloaded like some actual whale sounds to play in the background but like i don't think that's you know, McCready's very good, but I think that's actual. Like they they piped in some whale sounds in the back of this. I I couldn't I couldn't find out. Like you know, there's not a lot of information on the song. Obviously, they, there's not like a breakdown of the recording, but it sounds like there is. I don't think that's McCready on his effects or anything. It's it's fairly easy. You know, you get a de- delay pedal and you just kind of tweak the you know your volume pedal. You know your volume knob, right. it, but, but you Pearl know, Jam uses, wants the know, real or, thing, man. They they're they're not gonna fuck around with trying to fake whale sounds. If they if they're gonna write a song called Whale Song, it's gonna have some fucking whales on it. They're not Seeger Rose. They're not, you know. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you got a point there. I don't know. <laughs> there is some other sounds, like, I, I think in, like, the, um, like, in that bridge and that breakdown, like, there's there's some really kind of low, low-in-the-mix sounds that are there. They're kind of like, oh, what is what is that stuff? Oh, it's yeah. not all kind of whale yep. sounds. It's kind of like some other stuff in there. Yeah, I think that's probably, uh, it's, it's if Jack's playing guitar, I got to think, like, that's, ed fucking around like he just probably picked up some weird percussion thing and like or hitting some weird like timpani or something like yeah like to just fuck up the sound yeah 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 jack does have some weird drums but yeah it's like it's one of those kind of mysterious ones that like we just don't know that much about yeah pretty much uh all, everybody is gonna have the same information on it because all that we know about it is just what's out there until you know Maybe if they put out a, uh, you know, deluxe, no code yield box set thing. We can only hope. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just wait till I get my taxes back first. That's uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't know. Is there anything Anything else? Just, I mean, it's just, I mean, I can just turn this into like Jack Irons appreciation. Like, what a great fucking musician he is. And like... Mm -hmm you he just added some so much of a different thing to what what dave had been doing it's just like they just took a left turn and like the songwriting just exploded and like got so much more you know intricate and he was able to he allowed them to do so much more and like you wonder like what would have happened if he had been able to stick around it would have been very interesting yeah they they really had a change of heart i think between no code in yield with having Jack in the band. I mean, no code does sound like dark in, in parts of it and stuff. It does kind of like just, they weren't doing that good. I think as a band and dealing with fame and everything. And, and I think then having Jack kind of gave him a shot in the arm and just kind of like, Oh yeah, we're excited about doing music again and being a band and being together and stuff. Oh, I just remember like, looking at the Vitology liner notes and seeing the uh, the little line for Stupid Mop that says, you know, 
drums on this by Jack Irons. It was like, I remember it being, it was in all caps mm-hmm. and it was like, all oh, right. Like, I think it's all lowercase because a lot of stuff when Vitology was Well, lowercase. I think, but I think the Jack like, Irons, like his name is in, in all caps, if I remember. And just thinking like, oh man, like this is, this is going to be something cool. And, and even yield, like, you know, it has this reputation as being kind of like, oh, it's like back to basics and they're, getting back to what they were doing and all the stuff about yielding to whatever. But Jack is so great on that record. Like mm-hmm. put headphones on and, and listen to yield, like listen to him play those songs on yield. It's, oh, it's, a, it's so good. And like, he only got to do it live for a few months, but it's just like, and you wonder like if he had stayed around, like they would have just built on that. And like, yeah, this song probably would have been played live eventually if Jack had, had stuck around, but you know, oh, it's just, I just I just love the way he plays. I love his feel. Mm-hmm. I love watching him play. Whenever we you know, whenever we cover the the shows on on Live on Four Legs, like the ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, early ninety eight, I'm always just like, oh yeah, just let me bathe in just watching Jack play for two hours. Like it's it's just fantastic. He's just so great, and I really I, I've been meaning to dig into like his solo stuff for a while. I don't think he's maybe even working on new stuff now. Mm-hmm. but yeah i I really am gonna do that i know there's the the one uh that came out in 2004 or harry boom cage is that no that's cameron that one? that's oh, cameron's this, oh, jazz okay. thing but yeah like I, i'm i'm I am gonna force myself that's one of my things this year i'm gonna because i've been meaning to do that with with uh jeff too is kind of really get into his solo stuff and I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna make a point to do that with jack here uh in the near future fun stuff all right, uh, that's it. Short and sweet. Uh, it's just basically Jack's awesome. The song's cool. Yep, it's great. <laughs> I'm glad it exists. I'm glad they had the the balls to put it out. I'm glad for those compilations that gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. If they hmm, if they didn't have that, if they if they didn't have the uh, the music for our Mother Ocean compilations out there, do you think this would have just sat? in the vault somewhere or do you think this would have made it to a uh, a christmas b-side I, I think it probably would have just sat in the vault man you would have like you would have probably gotten little hints of it you would have seen like you would have seen it written on a on like a a box of tape or something on on something you'd be like oh man like what is that mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like it's never been it's like i said there's never been played live never will be so it's kind of like frozen in time we only have the one version to talk about yeah. and like with a lot of songs you have this you know this evolution and this like history and future of these songs and like this one's just kind of frozen in time along with happy when i'm crying yeah well happy when i'm crying you kind of got the uh, push me pull me connection too but yeah that's but you that's know, a you split know, second yeah a, yeah but <laughs> then that's as far off as you can right go. right you, you take one step to the left and it's like oh, okay and then you just <laughs> step right back in line again all right. Well, thanks for coming on, John. Uh, if people My want pleasure. to hear you talk more in depth about Pearl Jam, more than just 20 minutes or so, where can they do that? They can go to their uh, local podcast provider and uh, search for Live on Four Legs, where uh, I and uh, Randy Sobel, who's been on your podcast many times as well, uh, we cover a different Pearl Jam live show every week. Um, you can tune in and never hear us talk about this song. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Which is too bad. Well, at least you got to talk about it here. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, you know, 
uh, this was one. I think this was one of the ones I know I would say, you know, whenever uh, when when you started this, it was like going through and like, I want this one, this one, this one, this one. I mean, I was like, I, I got whale song for sure, because it's just got to make sure it gets appreciated. And that it did. Good job. Mission accomplished. <laughs> thanks to you. No, thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> The Better Brand Podcast is produced by Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email listenupreno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to the Better Brand Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from betterbrandpod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at BetterBandPod. I'm on Twitter at Brandon P. B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you would like to support this podcast, you can go to either ko-fi.com slash Brandon P or patreon.com slash Brandon P. You can also just give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, but don't forget to tell your friends. If you would like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com or send any insights and stories you'd like to share, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest John, and as always, this is Brandon saying, I'm not normally a praying man, but if you're up there, please save me, Superman!